with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Pip, pip, cheerio, and all that. I'm Ron Kolick, better known as Nigel. Huh? Nigel Van Helsing. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's where you go. Anyways, across the pond is the ghost, ghost hunting, the amazing Steve Parsons. Yeah, well, see, you've been to broadcast school again. Dylan would be... Um, amazed. Amazed at uh, my... I was going to say turning in his grave, but he's alive. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Are you really sure? Yeah, because I spoke to him today. Yeah, well, Cal would tell you that would be telephone calls from the dead. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> So what app do I guest? Uh, they don't have Skype. Really? You just figured it out, huh? Apparently so, yeah. Um, I mean, they've only had four weeks' notice, and they were told... Oh, and yeah, they, you know. Yeah, and then they decided they didn't have Skype, even though they actually sent me their Skype contact details. Ah, they must hear about you and how harsh you are, and I guess. It only happened decided... after I mentioned um, your name. Yeah. Uh. <gasps> anyway, do you know what? I'm sick of guests. Excuse me? Excuse me? We've had, we've had guests for the last... Uh, and it's just, you know what, listening to... I've got a book to sell. I'm taking pictures of orbs and ghosts. You're just jealous. No, I'm not. There you anyway, are. no, I'm not. There you are. Well, people believe in orbs and not. I, I, yeah, I've got, an, I've got a bone to pick with you. I've been thinking about this all day. Um, oh, Please. And it goes, it goes, it goes back to not just last week's show, but oh, lots of shows. Oh, you, always lots paint, of shows. you always paint this picture of me as some medium-hating, medium-baiting, orb-disliking. The shoe fits. Wear it. That's what I love. Yeah, that's pretty and much you. And it's so accurate. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I liked that. A little caveat. I thought you were going to defend yourself. What's the point? Yeah, that's the way I look at it. What's the point? Hey, how are we doing with the Cabinet of Curiosities? Shh, nobody knows about that. You told me to talk about it on air. No, I didn't. Before we came on, I said, can't talk after the show, got a dash, got stuff to do, because I've been grounded all week, because little Ozzy's got chicken pox. And... No, seriously? Yeah. That's so, phenomenal, you know. So he's been off crash, and I've been on sick duty, so I've got to go out to get some stuff tonight immediately. Did you have chicken pox before? I, I'm, I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm immune. Yeah. Do you ever yeah. hear of shingles? Uh, had it, been there, got the badge, got the spots. Did you really? You had shingles? I think four or five times. That stinks. We have a vaccine, you know, of course. It hurts. It doesn't stink. Someday if you get the, uh, you know, someday UK will catch up to our medicine and realize there are vaccines for these things, but that's all right. I I understand. They have, you know. Yeah. Well, anyway, everything's fine, but I'm going to So you told me before we come on air, talk about it on air. So how is the Cabinet of Curiosities going? That's fine. So Janet, watch this thing about Charles II. (laughs) He comes king of England and they dispose of him. Yeah, there's this new series now about Charles. He becomes king oh, of Charles his brother. Oh, Charles III. No, second. No, third. Second. 
No, trust me, we've already had number two. You sure? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's why, because he never becomes king, because his son... No, no. Charles II, second. Charles II regained the throne after the interregnum under Oliver Cromwell and oh, was restored... Oh, that bugger. Was, ...was restored in 1668, I think it was. Was that the Roundheads? Yeah, after that, after that minor civil war that we had. Um, Charles II was restored to the throne in 16... I'm sure it was 1668. Uh, Anyway, so the the program you're referring to was called Charles III, and it was a drama based upon what might happen if Prince Charles ascends to the throne upon the death of Queen Elizabeth II. Oh, you saw it? Yeah. Was it any good? Uh, I thought William was a little bit... I thought they portrayed William as a little bit of a backstabber. Ooh, to his own father. Ooh. I'm not going to spoil it because if you haven't seen it, it would spoil yeah, it. Yeah, so so yeah, it's playing now. It's on PBS here. Uh, so uh, yeah, Jan watched it on Sunday, but oh, she's it, seen it. Well, yeah, she's seen the beginning, but there's is it the whole show or is it a series? No, it's just, just one. Just one. Yeah, no, uh, it'll be it'll be replayed anyways. Uh, usually on the, during the week as well on forty four or whatever. So there you go. Exciting cool. things. Cool. So how's the cabinet curiosities? So anyways, Spirit Quest is coming up. Yeah, which brings us onto the cabinet of curiosities. And, you know, Spirit Quest this year is all about Houdini and Doyle. And the cabinet of curiosities. And as we all know, Houdini was <laughs> an American. He was. Pretty much a, uh, yeah, an American. Yep, that was him. And... Uh, that other guy uh, was a uh, uh, British. Was he British? UK? I don't know don't, what he is. Wales? Uh, Scottish? No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. He was he's, British. He's Swabosian? I don't know. He was British. Dr. Sir Arthur Conan, uh, Dr. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. He was uh, first and foremost a medical doctor. And most famously, of course, he was the author of um, the Sherlock Holmes stories. Absolutely. But, but from the earliest times, he was also um, interested in spiritualism and became a great champion of the spiritualist cause through the latter part of the 19th century and through the early years of the 20th century until his death. Um, mm-hmm. After which he communicated from the other side um, through what? various me- he communicated uh, through various mediums from the other side uh, after his demise uh, as White Cloud. I think it was White Cloud. I've got his book somewhere. Um, yeah, and toilet paper here in the US. He he wrote a several posthumous works on spiritualism, um, describing Summerland. The so he was um, more busy when he was dead than he was alive, huh? No, 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 no. Um, but he did. Um, he he was alleged to have communicated posthumously through really? through mediums in the form of writing. I think it was as White Cloud. I think he referred to himself as. So, is there his, any evidence that it was really him? Um. Not really, but there was a claim. I mean, there's no evidence it was Michael Jackson that popped up with through Derek Akora, was it? Let's be honest. It was Michael Jackson. We know that. Derek. Was. <laughs> it was more likely Michael. Uh, honestly, I thought. Well, having seen that when Derek got possessed by Michael Jackson, I thought it was more likely to be Bubbles the Chimp. But there you go. Uh, um, I don't know. About oh, do you know? This week I watched. I I don't normally watch paranormal television, but this week I watched... The Spirit Quest. We were talking about Spirit Quest, remember that? Yeah, but we, we forgot about that, because you started we talking about on. Michael Jackson. Well, you were talking about Michael Jackson. You were. I wasn't. You were talking, I was talking about the Conan Doyle, and you oh, yeah, jumped sorry, off at him. Sorry. Yeah, go 
Yeah, back to back to Sir Arthur Conan. Oh, no, no, tell me about paranormal television. Well, you know, I don't watch paranormal television very often. And this yeah, week, you said that um, just two minutes ago. I, th- I thought I would catch an episode of the new series of Most Haunted, which was truly dreadful. Um, but immediately, uh, it is the most dreadful. But immediately before it, I caught the second half of the latest run of Ghost Adventures. Oh, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, with Zach Bacon. Um, described and showed an orb and then claimed it was paranormal. There you go. I, ne- I nearly spat my tea and digestives across the room. I told you, it's that 1%. It wasn't that 1%. Yep, sure, it was that 1%. Zach is an expert. He wouldn't, he wouldn't be confused. Expert? How can you be an expert in the paranormal? There are no such things as experts. <laughs> really? Is that true? There's no experts in the paranormal? I remember somebody telling me there were. <laughs> I, I was just, just saying. I was just reiterating what, what you so often tell me. I mean, you are the master. Reiterating. 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 Anyway, it's back yeah. to Spirit Quest. So Sir Arthur Conan Doyle was British. He was a medical doctor. So no, what about the thing? So the... The, the, well, uh, the whole idea actually comes from a television program, not the characters, does it? I mean... Uh, no, no, the, the orb. So what, that... That was no, it. that's it. That was it. Oh. That was enough. At, at that point, I, I left the room. And then, at that point, you went on a rant on Facebook like you usually do. Yeah. And you, and you replied like you usually do. Yes, I did. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, but, but Spirit Quest... You realize that half the people in the UK think I'm Daffy, you know? And the other half know you're Daffy. <laughs> there you go. The, um, the, 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 the uh, inspiration for Spirit Quest 2017... Oh, we're talking about Spirit Quest now? We still were. We haven't deviated oh, right. from the subject. Was was um, Michael Jackson, actually, Bubbles, Erica Cora, uh, Jack, Zach, a, a BBC, yeah, right over there, <laughs> a BBC stroke Fox television uh, series miniseries. Was it was yep. it eight was it eight parts? Uh, I I believe seven or eight. It was about eight, about, about eight parts, um, and they used the characterizations of Sir Arthur as the. Um, the spiritualist, the believer, mm-hmm. and he partnered up with Houdini. And it's true in life; they both knew each other, and they wrote to each other, and they they argued the case uh, for and against spiritualism back and forth. Because it's well known that Houdini was an exposer of fake mediums. And yeah, but before that, he was a spiritualist. I know, he, no, but he's he's well he known. He dipped his toe into it. Let's put it that way. Well, he's well known as an exposer of fake mediums. Yeah, but that became later on in life. Yeah, we're not talking about what he actually did. We're talking about the characters on the television series, which is the inspiration for Spirit Quest. And they explored a whole range of it, modern paranormal topics. There was ghosts. There was uh, Spring Past Hill life Jack. Past life There was Spring Hill Jack. There was... Um, Creatures in the cave. Yeah. So we've taken um, that as our inspiration for Spirit Quest. These different scenarios that played out in the television series, including fairies, because Sir Arthur Conan Doyle famously uh, explored the Cottingley fairies, which is one of the most famous fairy cases in history, which took place in the latter years of the First World War. And then thence into the early 1920s, when two young uh, cousins in Yorkshire, in the little mill town of Cottingley in West Yorkshire, claimed to have photographed fairies in a glen behind the family, uh, one of the girls' homes, um, or claimed to have seen fairies. The father was somewhat disbelieving. The family was somewhat disbelieving. 
and uh, like, the girls the girls persuaded um, the father to give them or loan them his camera to take into the into the uh, down by the river into the glen, um, and they came back with some photographs of apparent fairies. Now, these post- photographs were an amusing family joke and were put to one side. But sometime later, uh, a member of the Theosophical Society got a hold of them, uh, got a, uh, became aware of them, and took them very seriously. And he went up and he started to explore, and he wrote to Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, who immediately took an interest. And uh, a- another camera, in fact, two other cameras were, were later sent up to the girls, and more photographs were produced. In fact, in total, were five ultimately taken. Uh, there were possibly really? more, but ultimately there were five famous photographs of the yeah. Cottingley fairies. Well, we don't want to go now, too deep in it because you'll be talking about this as Veracross as well. Well, I can do it again here. It doesn't matter. Um, now, me. back in the 1990s, was it? Uh, the sister, One of the sisters or the sisters eventually admitted that they'd faked the photographs. No. Um, or f- admitted to have faked four of the five photographs. And claimed that the photographs, they had seen fairies, but that the photographs, um, that the fairies had been impossible to photograph or very difficult to photograph. And so what they'd actually done is recreate what they'd seen, uh, except for one photograph, the fifth photograph, uh, called the Fairy Bower, um, which even experts from Kodak struggled to uh, explain and offer forward a, a simple explanation for. And the girls, to the to their dying day, maintained that Elsie and uh, her, her cousin um, maintained to their dying day that that fifth photograph was, in fact, an actual photograph of a fairy. Now, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle always championed the fairies, you know, even... Did he have previous experience? Uh, there were other fairy cases. In fact, his interest was sparked by um, he was about to set off to tour Australia at the time that the the uh, story broke and he became sort of aware of it. And he was written to by this uh, by the uh, gentleman from the Theosophical Society. And um, Sir Arthur had already looked at other uh, fairy stories, fairy cases, uh, claims of people seeing fairies. What's interesting, and we talked to Jackie about this when Jackie was on the show quite recently, when we were talking about the Irish fairies. Talk about Jackie Hines. Jackie Hines. Um, that in the in the famously in the Cottingley fairy photographs, and subsequently uh, through Disney, uh, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, the Disney Tinkerbell, you have this idealized uh, image of a fairy with it being a very small Tinkerbell uh, little creature with little shimmery dragonfly wings when in actual fact throughout uh, folklore the fairies are five foot eleven six foot you know to all intents and purposes they look exactly the same as we do uh, more like yeah, the lord of again, the rings that's that's just folklore so well more like the lord of the rings fairies are how they're represented and it wasn't until the 19th century that fairies became diminutive and shrunken um and that, um, and thence into, of course, the Disney era with the classic sort of fairies. We nearly bought a fairy house for our garden at the weekend as well. Hello, have you gone? Have you faded out, or have I faded out? Somebody tell me um, somewhere in production or whatever which one of us is actually talking. 
Ron's gone. Oh, well, in that case, I'm on air. Thank you. Right. Well, as I was, as I was trying to explain to Ron, who's promptly disappeared for a, a brief few moments, we were nearly bought a fairy house at the weekend um, when we were out shopping. And it was one of these classic little, small, <laughs> just watching the... Uh, watching the screen uh, one of these little tiny small hobbity type homes it was about six inches with a little tiny circular door where was yeah. this huh well when where we was... went shopping at the weekend we were going to buy a little fairy oh. house yeah uh, actually glad you brought that up because uh at spirit quest Roxy that's why Zucker i brought is... it up roxy twicker is, is actually going to do a workshop where you can build your own fairy house cool well, as I say, we nearly we nearly bought one at the weekend, but then already I remembered that I live in West Wales, of course, where these these little two inch high fairy houses would be absolutely no use to our Welsh fairies at six foot tall. Unless yeah, you but go, you could bring in hat. some from America. You could take one home with you. Could do, I suppose. Yeah, put it in the, put it in the overhead. No one will know. What the fairy? Yeah, cram a six foot fairy into the overhead locker. No, 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 six inch ones, the tiny ones in in America. So you can bring oh. it back. Yeah. Or tiny one, just put it in, you know, put it in the overhead. Okay. I'll just put it in the seat thing in front. It can sit in the seat tray for the flight. Uh, they'll probably charge you. Probably. Mm. So anyways, yeah, that's part of yeah. the thing. The Roxy Zwicker will be, uh, she has written a book on uh, fairy houses, and you will build your own fairy house. And this is the cool thing about it. We're actually going to place it on a fairy trail and set up, set up cameras and see if we can capture the little buggers. Can't we just use um, flypaper? No. Why? They don't just stick they don't... to flypaper. No, they don't. They have magic dust. They oh. got their little fairy fairy feet. I tell you what, we can use magic what's that dust one? Dust. It's gorilla gorilla tape. No, won't work. Okay. No. Try so what else is yeah. spirit quest? Don't we have a uh, do we have a cabinet of curiosities? And so back in uh, Houdini, you, which you kind of just greased over. Uh, Houdini, of course, was was, despite what you believe, a a spiritualist when he first started. He he loved his mother very much, and when she died, and she he became friends with uh, Arthur Cawthon Doyle. He was the one who introduced the spiritualism, and he started going to these seances, uh, which will be at Spirit Course, and uh, you will he real soon realized that some of these mediums were just doing. Uh, politics that that he did so that's how he got involved in exposing them so are you going to be doing more cheap politics then oh absolutely nobody's cheaper oh, than speaking me. speaking of uh, houdini though is is um is our good friend rich going i do not know i don't know if he's alive or dead oh i hope so because um he's done alive some... or dead between Rich and Steve, uh, for those that don't know, if you haven't been to Spirit Quest, um, Ron and I are only the you know we're the second rate act compared to excuse Steve. me, shut up, a co- uh, a, compared to where, uh, Steve and Rich, who are bizarre magic performers, um, I think yeah. that's the correct terminology, and they've performed at several of the um, Spirit, Spirit Quest. Quest over the years, and they've done uh escape acts um and last year they did uh, a really um steve did a particularly good seance didn't he with the help of rich what no else? that was two years ago was it two years ago yeah you sure yeah it was during uh last year it was angels and demons remember there was no seance yeah. no, so steve did that no 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 uh it was uh oh. last year was no was angels and demons so 
the year before that was witchcraft, right? And so the That's year right. before that so was uh, spiritualism. I think it was, yeah, the spiritualism one. So three yeah. years ago. God, doesn't time fly when you're having fun? I guess. So anyways, yes, they that was are. the year I got bitten by the Black Widow, wasn't it? That's because you let him, you idiot. <laughs> Only somebody from the UK would allow a spider to stay on a, and try to pet the damn thing. <laughs> Should be friendly. Yeah, friendly. I didn't know it was going to be a colonial. Yeah, as he was. You know, he his, his great-great-grandfather got killed during the uh, revolution, so he remembered. Uh, squished, squished at uh, Lexington. Did other had 27 moons orbit in Uranus? Not now I'm sitting down, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to Spirit Quest. Yeah. So what else have we got? Traces of peanuts can be found in dynamite. I was just saying. <laughs> giving you dead air in response. So what else is it, Spirit Quest, then? What's that? What else are we doing at Spirit Quest? Oh, of course, I will be, uh, I will be on, on the trail of the Black Shuck. What's a Black Shuck? A big dog. Well, go on, then. I mean, you and I obviously know what a Black Shuck is. Yeah, well, they're called by many names. Demon dogs, Black Shucks. Fido. Fido, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, many years ago, when, when Parascience was first formed, Anne and I got called out. Look at um, this. Oxala Malaya was a Ukrainian dog girl. Just as I opened this book, that's what it says. Many years ago, just after Parascience was formed, we were contacted by the, a local newspaper with reports of people seeing a large black cat in some local woodland. And the reporter said to us, uh, would, you know, we would like to... Um, get you guys to come out and uh, you do all this paranormal stuff. You do um, all those paranormal stuff, yep. Yeah, you just lump, you know, just You're a wacko. Alien black cats under, you know, under ghosts. Yeah, um, but, yeah. So we went out and, of course, Anne has got, Anne has got you know, several cats and at the time we had a cat and you have a cat and you know what cats, you know, cat, cats are very sort of particular creatures. And, um, you know, they do what they want to do. So we tramped through this damp, woodland for about 30 minutes and it was obvious that nothing was there was nothing there we were not going to see anything um and we'd come prepared and at the end of the trail the reporter turned to us and said well what are we going to do now at which point i produced a saucer and a tin of cat food and uh, bang this saucer you know that sort of uh the way you do come on so what the, what are you doing is it works for our cat <laughs> Always worth a try. <laughs> so it wasn't impressive, right? Anyway, John in the chat room wants to know what's about the Hellhound. Oh, yeah. So, Alabama <laughs> and, and Kamala, uh, Reverend Joseph Singh was in charge of an orphanage in the northern part of India in 1920. Hearing villages speak of ghostly girls who ran with the wolves at nights, Singh camped out one evening to watch for these alleged ghostly figures and discovered the myths were the real. The two seemingly unrelated girls were found in a wolf den. Their hair was matted, their eyes bugged out, and they walked on all fours. Singh tried to uh, rehabilitate the girls, but being raised by wolves for the first uh, years of their lives had an indelible, indelible effect. The girls tore off their clothes and only ate raw meat. Neither Amala or Kamala 
lived very long. Amala died when she was three. Kamala somewhere between 14 and 17. Both learned a few words of English. Kamala was able to walk on her own, though her stride was only odd. So there you go. Are they going to be at Spirit Quest? Oh, no, that was... Uh, that was, uh, well, that, was that hardly a... answers John's question in the chat room. What about that, the Hellhound, Ron? That was, that was a case that was... Uh, uh, talked yeah, about by my my, my good friend, my good friend. Um, uh, who is he? Oh, oh. Uh, that is good? I can't remember who it was. I can't remember your name half the time. <laughs> <laughs> who the heck is that guy? Uh, oh. The inventor of the the uh, the oh, satellite. Uh, oh, he, yeah, Sir Arthur Clark. Sir Arthur Clark. There you go. So there you go. Inventor of the communications and the space elevator. Yes, space we, elevator. We haven't got that yet. But We're working on it. It's coming. It's coming. Spirit Quest next year. Unless unless your president's already given it to the Russians. Yeah, whatever. So anyways, uh, black, black dogs will be talked about. Uh, yes, at Spirit Quest, I will be doing that. And hopefully we'll set out a couple of traps with raw meat, maybe a small child, and capture a black shark. Shark, whatever. So hang on a minute. The, I take it the black shark trap is going to be well away from the fairy trail. I hope so. They're going to have dead fairies. Because the <laughs> little tippets. There'll be little tippets for them. Well, well, can't well. If we go back to my original idea of using flypaper on the fairy trail, might that not? We like, then we get the black shark. So it's like attracted to the fairies stuck on the flypaper. There you go. That See? might work. See? It all comes and it, together. And of course, and of course, with um, the pond just being down the bottom, we could always do water sprites. Yes, I was thinking about that. We're sure talking about it. Spirit Quest 2019 already. Um, what's Sir Arthur Corning Doyle. 2018 is cryptozoology, isn't it? No, Sir Arthur Corning Doyle. Oh, that's this year. Oh, no. Who's the other guy we just said? Arthur Clark. Huh? What, we're going to build a space elevator? Yeah. Cool. So there you go. Anyways, I hope we answered all your questions, and thank you, and have a good night. No, not really. That's only the end of part one. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Hey, have you seen... Well, to come back, we'll we'll do that after after the break. Um, What, what, What? Well, something of interest to you. Something you're personally connected with. Really? Yeah. A flashback to your youth. Uh, it's not my child. No, we'll wait till after the break for that one. Okay. Now. Anyways, we still have another minute. But, uh, yeah, so uh, it's going to be interesting this year. I'm excited. And uh, tickets are available on com. letter N, letter E, com. We will have a past life regression workshop as well, even though I don't believe in it. So well, that's take, take that, well. That take us back to the 2015 spirit question. We can watch Stephen Rich. We can watch Stephen Rich's show again. There you go. Can we do that? Yeah, it saves booking them. Yeah. All right. So, gonna wrap it up. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles International, Tojinet, Pararex. We'll be back right after the following messages. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. 
feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. As the lightning fingers of Van Helsing strum the fretboard, it brings us what the hell have we got now? Brings us back into part two of Ghost Chronicles International. You're listening to us live on Togginet, possibly Para-X, or you may even be listening to the podcast, in which case you can speed through the first half and get to the second half where all the exciting stuff happens. Does it really? No. Uh, but anyway, before the break, I was alluding to something really some some breaking news that will be of interest to you because well, you were real. You worked on the Apollo space program. I did. You did. And Lego, on the 1st of June, release a one-meter-tall commemorative Apollo moon landing, Apollo 11 moon landing, Lego Saturn V rocket ship. Whoopee. What? I thought you'd be impressed by that. Why? Just more ways to try to get your money. No, it's cool. I mean, I grew up with the Apollo. Now, program. if they made a, a Lego Van Helsing, then I might be they, into that. You can make one. Hmm. Anyway. I'm sure. Yeah, this thing's about like three and a half foot tall. And it That's breaks nice. down into all the, and you can get the little lunar lander on, and you can when, take the lunar lander apart and find the bit you made. When Ron, the little was a child, my mother bought him a total mock up of the lunar module. And for his birthday, thing was huge. Yeah, of course it was, it was made out of cardboard. We kept it outside, and it didn't last very long. But other than that, it was a great idea. I'm just I'm just really blown away because this uh, Lego have these um, this this uh, program. This is how we ended up with the Ghostbusters stuff because uh, Lego uh, get people. It's called Lego Ideas, and people can. 
um, build models and propose that Lego actually put them into production. And that's how we ended up, I say, with the Ghostbuster Ecto one vehicle and then the firehouse. Um, and, well, we and we I, definitely need a, a Steve and Ron Ghostbusting uh, kit. Okay. Yep. We should put that in and start, a, start a new campaign. Yeah, a working Lego K2 ghost detector. An orb finder. That's easy to that's easy to do. Mm-hmm. Just a little vacuum cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Yeah. As I say, big Lego Saturn Five. I'm that's, so I'm so stoked. That's nice. So, anyways, uh, John. Yes, we will be discussing Hellhounds as well because that's all part of the. the... No, he was asking you about the Hellhound. What was a Hellhound and stuff? Wasn't it? Hellhounds a black shark. Which one of those demon dogs? That's that a seen... detailed answer. You know, red eyes, glowing, really scary. If you want to learn more, come to Spirit Cross. I'll tell you more about it. We may Actually, even capture uh, one. In, <laughs> I might have a stuffed one there, too. I'm thinking whilst, about whilst it's, whilst it's eating a fairy. Yeah, possibly. Hey, pop up to Portland. I'm sure uh, Lauren will have one. We could, we could use the fairies as bait for the hellhounds. That's what I just said. But pop, can't you pop up to Portland again and you know, I thought four-hour journey up and then go and see if Lauren's got one up. Lauren Coleman's got one up at Instagram. Oh, we got to get him on the show. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so that's some of the stuff that's going on in Spirit Quest. Is, um, over in the U.S., I mean, over here, we, we obviously have the black... talk about some more, so... We ahead. have the black dogs, the black shooks. And, black shooks. But we also have black calves. Excuse me? Uh, black calves or black bullocks. Um, what? They're as common as the black dogs. Does that not? These are black cows, calves, bullocks, and they have glowing red eyes, and they they terrorise people in exactly the same way that the dogs do. Do you have? Do you, obviously, by your surprised expression there, um, I'm guessing that you don't have those in America. I think we've eaten them all. Ah, uh, McDonald's. Yeah. What about black pockwudgies? Yeah, those too. Uh, we're not discriminatory. We we accept all. Uh, so, anyways, uh, yeah. So, one of the other things we're going to be doing is the uh, psychic doing detective, psychic detective workshop, which will be interesting. Uh, Maureen will actually teach you how to become a psychic detective. So I, I hear, and, and there also is that part of that same evening, there will be. Uh, the haunted house ripped from the pages of Houdini. Your imagination. Or Houdini and Doyle. Uh, we saw that series when Edison was here, if you remember. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm in that one. Aren't I, suppose, aren't I slated for the haunted house with Jim? Uh, maybe. There you go. There you go. I knew I, was, I knew I I knew I wasn't coming over there for um, for no reason at all. Just, anyway, are we? You, you know, in the early planning, I'm sure. Yeah, there's, there's more, by the, the way. Yeah, what the cabinet of curiosities? Uh, the red light seance, the great Houdini red light seance, held for ten years after or longer after his death in an attempt to held on Halloween. Right. So we but, are going to pass light regress, and uh, there you go. See, we can, there's nothing we can do with path light regress. We need, to for, we need to forward life regress because we're about three weeks before Halloween, aren't we? Well, if we go back to last Halloween, we'll be right on time. Okay. Anyway, so that's all I'm coming sure, in. I'm sure there was something about Cabinet of Curiosities. What was that? Because if there wasn't anything about Cabinet of Curiosities, all this stuff that I've been collecting to bring over, I guess I don't need to bring it then. 
I guess not, huh? So you didn't really want it then? What stuff? Well, obviously, I can't tell you because it'd spoil the surprise, but it's better than that but crap. I understand. Somebody sent, for last some, year. somebody sent me a message about something they did obtain. Which... An iguana? No, that was me. You don't mention what you're about to mention. And, of course, I can't mention what I was about to mention, so <laughs> we'll just move right on. <laughs> Never on air. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, you're, so, not, you're, not, you're not Donald Trump. We have to keep some secrets. Fine, whatever. And, of course, uh, Steve will be coming over with the Cabinet of Curiosities. No, 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 no. I'll be bringing you some. If we had a Cabinet of Curiosities, I was going to bring you some things for the Cabinet of Curiosities. But for the last 35 minutes, I've been asking you about it. And obviously, there isn't one. Oh, so one. all of the stuff, it's what's they stay here in the UK. There will be one. It's just, still be. I have to find the right haunted one. We did find the right haunted one. You just forgot to go back and collect it, didn't you? No, I didn't like yeah. that one. Anyways, yes, you did. Uh, so what is the cabinet of curiosities? People might ask that, Steve. Steve, what is the cabinet? That's a very good question. So people uh, always ask you, and they said, Steve, what's comes the... up, as, a, as, as a paranormal investigator, of there many you go. one of the questions I so often get asked is, Steve, what is a cabinet of curiosities? So glad and you I, asked that. And I always refer them to your email address. And <laughs> exactly. They ask you. No, serious. It all starts back in the um, with Charles II um, and his restoration. Oh, back to the have again. You notice how the show just went right in a three hundred and sixty yeah. degree circle. Three hundred and sixty degrees of the paranormal. Um, Charles II <laughs> attains the throne, and uh, and the age of enlightenment begins when the gentlemen who had finished fighting with each other. Um, then decided to tour Europe and go on these grand tours, uh, learning and collecting. They collected curiosities and curios, art and occult items, bits of uh, bits of mummies, and all sorts of. It was like an early Ripley's, believe it or not. Um, any gentleman worth his salt would have a cabinet of curiosities and it literally was a cabinet um they varied in size some of them were you know they ended up filling the entire house but most of them were small affairs that they the gentleman kept in his um study uh, or his private quarters and it was an or usually an ornate cabinet uh, um made out of many different types of wood or inlaid with many different types of stone and in it there was um lots and lots of drawers or um little wooden uh, little uh, glass windows or panels that could be opened to reveal the the treasures that he collected from his, um from his uh, trips and from his travels or indeed had purchased from 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 uh, friends and these would include uh things like two-headed monkeys um a piece of the true cross there was there was everything imaginable fossils and gemstones and crystals and religious artifacts and trinkets and and after the, after dinner um, he would invite his his uh, the gentlemen of his uh, uh, guests to go and uh, view the, the the curiosities within the cabinet and they would talk about them and 
compare them and discuss them and tell stories about them. And so the cabinet of curiosities grew and grew. I mean, many early cabinet of curiosities became the basis of, of many of our great museums to this to, the, to this day. Um, both sides of the Atlantic, uh, you know, many of the museums can trace their origins to the great collectors and antiquarian antiquarians and their own collections, which outgrew their cabinet of curiosities, outgrew the places they lived and were later bequeathed to uh, universities or, or, or indeed nations. So it's kind of um, like you and I, right? Well, Smithsonian. Start, uh, the Smithsonian start to outgrow our collections, aren't we? Um, yeah. The Smithsonian in Washington, of course, grows out of, it was a Scotsman, I think, um, who's, who's was a great collector um so it, it does follow that great tradition and we you know down the years when you're involved in the paranormal uh, you do end up with uh, a pile of crap pile of crap and bits and bobs and haunted this and yeah um so we decided that one of the things that would be cool um is to perhaps this year do a little cabinet of curiosities of our own exactly they exactly. doing that at Dining with the Dead. Yeah. yeah Spirit Quest, so. But we might do a little bit at Spirit Quest. I don't think so. By way of a tease. I don't think so. Okay. Oh, uh, maybe. We could get the iguana out again. Yeah, the iguana. Yeah. I'm telling you, that thing is, it moves by itself. Never seen a man beg so much for a wooden garden ornament. Yeah, it moves in my office. It's strange things happening. Yeah. Yeah, it'll move if I bring a chainsaw over. Sorry, did I, I say that out loud then? What's that? <laughs> I wonder if it burns. We could get the fire pit out again. It was $70 for that thing, originally. What was? The fire pit? The iguana. I was going to say the fire pit is about 35 Yeah, 35 home, quid. Uh, home Depot. $35 in Home Depot, wasn't it? 90 uh, degree temperature and you had me out on the hill. It was low. It was Lowell's, but that's besides the point. Blazing sun building a fire pit, which, which do you know what? The bloody witch didn't even use properly. I did. You did, but you're not the witch. We were supposed to have naked dancing around the fire pit. What happened to that? Uh, I don't know. That was promised. 37 tickets were sold on the basis of that. I was, yeah, I do apologize for that. Anyway, so, yes, so, uh, yeah, lots of cool stuff happening for a quest, and... Actually, we joke about it, but seriously, it has become um, a go-to event on the calendar. If you're oh, in absolutely. New England, if you're in one of the New England states, or indeed further afield, we've had people from much further afield from the uh, West Coast come over. We've had um, New Jersey, John well, came all the way up from Florida. Cal- California... England, um, yeah, yeah, uh, Wales, Scotland, uh, you know, all nations are represented, and it is a fantastic, yeah, good time. And it's it's not one of these giant paracon events, you know, that where no. where you have to sort of spend thirty five bucks just to stand in line uh, to get an autograph because uh, there's nobody famous to Spirit Quest, so um, there's no well, autograph. Other than me, yeah, I'm other than you, yeah, okay. I need one. And they go on. So you could actually have your picture taken. Last year, we, you could get your picture taken with Jesus, which was a, a nice touch. 
Yeah, this year you can get your picture taken. Only seven bucks. Get your picture taken with the iguana. Oh, no, we do it for free. That's the kind of people. That's how nice we are. Free after you bought your ticket. Of course, if you don't make a donation don't just have to people water, he'll come and haunt you. But yeah, you can't just have people walking in off the street just to get a, a free photograph with an iguana. They're oh, that's fish. the other thing. We forgot all about it, Steve. And that was the ghost booth. And, and the line of uh, the guy, the British guy that we can never remember his name. Uh, <laughs> what was that British yeah. photographer? We we had Henry Mumbler, but you mean you mean William? Uh, William? Oh God! Uh, 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 yeah, well, William who? Uh, yeah, William who? Uh, he was a member of the crew circle. I can't remember. Uh, William who? Oh, the one that was exposed by Harry Price as well. Um, William who? Oh, that's annoying. That's annoying. And I'll finish, if you've listened to the show before, you realize that we can never think of his stupid name. And, and we've done this a few times, so it's not like we all know him, William Mumble. But William, what's his name? We can, uh, Is it right? Hope. William, no. Hope. Hope. I'm sure it was William Hope. <laughs> I'm, I'm, frant- I'm frantically digging out Harry's book now. So we, we will actually have a, a William Hope photograph uh, place where you get your picture taken with a ghost, like he did, as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this is a, an amazing event. I'm just like, it just keeps going and going. It... Well, go on, then. Keep going. Oh, you're still looking for that, aren't you? Yeah. Because this time, <laughs> I'm going to put this one to, to bed and actually get his name. William Hope. There you go. There you go. <sighs> yeah. Actually, so... do you know, many years ago, we... we um... Many years ago, in a planet far, far away... Actually, it was only a couple of years ago. When Polaroid film was readily available, you can still buy it in any good uh, Polaroid film shop uh, or Amazon. Um, we we used to use Polaroid f- sealed boxes of Polaroid film and uh, produce ghost photographs, aura photographs uh, to really? order. Yeah. Excellent. Um, yeah, we could do that. Uh, I could do that quite a lot, but the price of Polaroid film is now so prohibitive. That may be available expensive. for uh, Spurcross. We'll see. Uh, well, if you get the, the the boxes have to be sealed, uh, brand new sealed packs of Polaroid of film, uh, but it's perfectly possible to create to order ghosts and or auras on uh, on these boxes of film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Used to do that. Um, amazing. Did you see the guy that, that used to... <laughs> Use a, a cardboard tube to put images on film. Uh, yes, but now I can't remember his name either. <laughs> don't don't even think about it. <laughs> it's not worth it. Okay. But yeah, that was uh, that was an interesting case as well. Uh, uh, Ted Serios. Yes, that's the guy. There you go. There you go. For photography. In fact, that became um, uh, known as photography. And Ted Serios. He used to imprint uh, thought images into 35mm and Polaroid film. Yep. And there was the famous case, of course, that I believe uh, I believe our good friend uh, Lloyd Arborak, I don't know if he's our good friend, maybe your good friend. Lloyd Arborak worked on about uh, who was the medium. Oh, he was so cool. Uh, Peter something or other. But anyways, they would get writing on seal. One uh, thing that you film. will you know, go to any other radio show, they will give you 
all of the information. You come here, you'll be lucky if you get the Christian name. <laughs> you get the general idea what it is. It's yeah. up to you. What we're doing is we're generating uh, search. We actually get paid by Google to uh, forget names in this show. We see. I'm surrounded by about 15, 1,600 books on the paranormal here. Um, but I, I subscribe to the to what Einstein used to say. You don't have to remember anything. You just have to remember where on the bookshelf the book about exactly. it is. Right. That, that's important. There's though. no point in guessing. Just go to the inf- correct piece of information. I, I agree with you 100% on that. You know, people that's say, well, you... that's why right. we don't have to be good with names, dates, and anything else. Because exactly. we just make this wrap up as we go. I on. know the general information, but when I want to get to the details, I have to go yeah. and find it. Yeah. I mean, it's a radio show. We're, so, we're not Cal. We don't need to reference everything we say. <laughs> There's that Google was for that. Yeah. He does that. Anyway. Yes, he does. So those are some of the uh, things that are going to be happening at Spirit Cross, and uh, among others as well. So, uh, Oh, yeah, that's only the tip of the iceberg. There'll be the Friday night dressing up competition. Fancy uh, dress. Yeah. Um, there is the uh, – if we don't have Chinese food this year, there's going to be hell to pay. That's a different one. Hell to pay was last year at Spirit Angels and Demons. No, no, no. We've done pizza to death now. It's got to be Chinese again. Yeah, I don't think so. Why? We'll see. We'll see. It was really good, the Chinese one. Mm-hmm. We haven't done that since, but we've had three lots of pizza now, so it's getting a bit on Oh, you have pizza every year because we have uh, uh, two nights to feed. So now, The Chinese lasted a week. <laughs> For you, it did. You were in the refrigerator every five minutes. <laughs> it was good Chinese. <laughs> yeah, on the Friday night, we have the meet and greet and um, quite dinner. a fun night. Yeah, the dinner uh, that, the dress. and it's quite a fun night. Uh, that's the sort of night for everybody to get together, say hi, swap stories, because a lot of people, you know, visit year after year. And um, that's always a really good fun start to Spirit Quest. And then Saturday and Sunday, of course, it's uh, still a huge amount of fun. But we have a, a, a lot of talks, uh, guest speakers. I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, go ahead. Day. Um, I don't know if we'll be doing the dousing treasure hunt. Uh, last no, year, we won't. Not if they somebody rubbish at that it. all up. Didn't screw it up. You told me to hide the coin. The the you're yeah, an what, idiot. coin, whatever. You're an idiot. What, for hiding it under the map. Yes. <laughs> for those that are, I was given the task of hiding the the objects for the dousing uh, treasure hunt. So I hid them all over VZ, except uh, and there was one left over. So I actually taped it underneath the table where the treasure hunting dousing map was. And nobody found it. Yeah, because you screwed up the whole dowsing. Evidently, you don't know how dowsing works. <laughs> Although the year before, in, in all fairness, though, fairness, the year in before, exactly. That's what I was just going to talk about. In, in all fairness, all fairness, the year before, one of the participants in the experiment, because I'd been particularly devious. In fact, I've been so devious the year before, I'd forgotten. In fact, there might still be one there because we could never find. Um, there were six in total. We never found the sixth one, um, and it took me forever to find the other four um, because they were all so well hidden. But one one of the participants, a gentleman, if I remember correctly, did really, really well. I managed to Actually, get five. Out five up. Sorry, you messed that all up. That's fine. Go ahead. Did I? Yeah. How? What were you saying? Well, he got five out of the six, didn't he? 
No, there was actually uh, Jessica from New York found uh, three of the three of them, uh, and she found two of them extremely fast. Uh, the other one was found by uh, someone else. Uh, I forget who the hell it was. One but, of them uh, should never have been found. In fact, one of them was never found, but one of them should was. I always thought was um, implore. You know, it was beyond what I would have expected. Um, chance. Right. Yes. And what we're talking about, of course, for those is dowsing. And, and dowsing is, is you can uh, use several methods, either the, the pendulum or, or uh, L rods. And um, you, you okay. seek out items using these things. But it's called map dowsing because we had a, a large map, blown up map of the place. And you could use the pendulum and, and dows for the coins on the map and then use the dowsing rods or the pendulum and go to the location and find it. So, uh, yeah, Jessica did really, really well. I was quite amazed, and she did it extremely quickly, which was even more amazing. I wouldn't go to the point of amazement, but I'd I... would say amazing. I, I would agree I didn't expect anybody to find it, to tell you the truth. Because well, you were the so, only one that knew it, right, where they yeah. were? Um, well, as, as it turned out, even I didn't know where they were to put them in the end. <laughs> um, but some of them were, were... I'd placed them in positions that I thought were obvious. Uh, some of them were placed in positions i thought were going to be extremely difficult and it was it was one of the extremely difficult ones that genuinely surprised me uh, in terms of it being found so quickly and being found at all um but last year you gave me the same challenge and i was, was two ultra, years ago by the way two years ago ultra yeah. devious i said time flies um unless we pass life regression then it, it was like yeah and taped it underneath the map which was totally nobody found that one Nobody found any of them because the peddler just kept pointing down. <laughs> it didn't. Lots of the participants um, on in that year actually went off convinced that they knew where it was, uh, knew where the different objects were, and True, came back. With, but you yeah. don't realize that. So that's it did, the what? Well, no, you you said to me I'd spoiled it, but what didn't change at all is all of the participants in the second experiment were all convinced that they knew where, where these objects were and had gone off. Based That's because on... we told them we hit them, and which is absolutely true that we did yeah. hide them. They so didn't they couldn't believe and... that it was just pointing down, so they, they must have been uh, It wasn't it pointing down. It was pointing... They, they used the uh, penduli to detect... Penduli? <laughs> to detect... the word? No. Penduli? <laughs> to detect... Well, plural of pendulum. Um... Pendulai. To detect the the hidden objects. Whatever. They didn't notice anything different, except that they, they didn't did. find them. No, totally, totally. And in fact, if I had fact, known this was several, happening, I would have chastised of, you extremely. Several, well, I did. That's why I didn't tell you. Um, several of the objects that were hidden were actually found. So, no, they yes, they were. It no, wasn't. They a, it wasn't a zero find rate. Oh, thank God the bell's here. Cause your memory sucks. No, it doesn't. Just saying. It was only a year ago. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> so that's the bell, so uh, we've got to go. So there you go. Have we? <laughs> yeah, anyway. So if you want to find out more information about Spirit, go to our website, anygoesproject.com, letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com. And next week we have The Teller of Curious Tales, episode 11. Unless Ron changes his mind, or Dylan gets struck by lightning. Which is 
good in either case. Oh, and speaking about lightning, uh, you can also sign up for our free newsletter, which it, we're getting quite good reviews on it. We've added a new feature, the uh, Great uh, British Ghost Tour. Yeah. What, what's that got to do with lightning? Nothing. Speaking of lightning, we've added a new feature to our newsletter. Yeah, I just thought of it. So it was like lightning striking. Oh. Yeah, anyways, uh, sign up from the website, inegosproject.com, and uh, you can see the website. There are articles. The letter N, the letter E. Ghostproject.com. <laughs> not this, not this any article. old ghostproject.com. <laughs> I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> Who thought of that? You know, when you sat down there and wrote out that, that'll do for our, our email address, any ghost project. That'll be so cool. You never thought for one minute how it sounded, did you? Any ghost project. You Well, I just didn't want years, to you know, yeah, New England years, Ghost Project was a long no, for title for its website. Yeah. And now it's become the anyghostprojects.com, the letter N, the letter E, the ghostproject.com. I mean, that's like 10 times longer. Yeah, I know. What can I tell you? <laughs> you didn't think that one through? Why Mind you, nor did we when we founded Parasites, which has been called Parasites, by an old manner of variations on the thing. Parasites, that's a good one. Yeah, it's been called Parasites. Oh, there's the tunes, I think, huh? Thank God for the tunes. Yep. So we and we'd go, like to thank our special guest tonight for uh, for not, not having up. Skype. Yeah, but only discovering it after they'd sent us their Skype contact details. There you go. So until next time, when we'll have the teller of curious tales or something. Uh, <laughs> see ya. Good night. God bless. Good night. God bless. May your God go with you. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.